0: This is Godspell Unites, and this is Godspell's Life through the spoken Word. This is uh, my testimony. Again doing this, it, it was very difficult, but it's something that needs to be shared. You see, about a year ago, I was heavily addicted to methamphetamines and I was homeless. had everything but my life taken from me. I abandoned my girlfriend. Basically, I was lower than dirt itself. I was on such a sick one. I thought the cops and everyone was after me. I remember ripping off my shirt to disguise myself. And I was pushing an empty shopping cart. The only crime I really committed that day was being so whacked out of my mind. I remember <laughs> I was in a residential area pushing this cart with no shirt and. I just thought I would ask, you know. And I remember begging someone for, for a shirt, not the one off their back, but you know, if they live close by and but they were mortified, they were horrified and I turned into a monster. I remember hiding under a long row of bushes and I, I remember moving the branches and I remember looking through them and all I can see was these uh Green shadow-like figures and, and I recall I was like hallucinating And I remember Hearing like these dogs barking And I just I was picturing in my mind The cops were after me And the dogs had my scent And I was just terrified I mean it was dirty I was scummy I was high I was just out of my mind But then I realized I had a phone on me, and so I made a choice. And so I called 911 on myself. And there was a police officer nearby, and I was instructed by the 911 operator to ever so slowly come out of those bushes and put my hands in the air and walk up slowly and tell the police officer I needed help. So, again, I mustered enough courage, and I did. Thankfully, thank God the officer treated me with kindness. He then uh, cuffed me, put me in the back of the vehicle, and uh, I was placed in a holding cell. I was placed in a holding cell with um, the cuffs around my wrists and beyond my back. That was uncomfortable. But yet, I had this unknown yet surreal feeling. I hadn't felt in such a long time. In that holding cell, in that moment, in that time, though I was scummy, dirty, and all the rest, I felt safe. After this ordeal, I went to a hospital in Covina, California. And afterwards, I went to a board and care housing in San Bernardino, California. I remember it was on um, F Street somewhere. I had no friends, I was still withdrawing from all the drugs and even at this house, people were, they were using drugs. They were getting high and I just didn't want any part of it because I remember what a monster I had become. So when I was out from that boarding care in San Bernardino on F Street, I had purchased a Metro PCS phone, which I had to uh, keep me company. And, And in fact, that phone, I still have to this day and there's a reason why I've kept it and to go back a little bit my uh, parents, my friends and my lovely girlfriend, they stayed their distance and even to this day, my uh, I have a strained relationship with my parents. My my own father won't, won't speak to me and um, I've had to make a choice and I've done all I could and I've had to just let them go. I wish them well, but I've had to let them go. And to go back here a little bit, I have a daughter that stays with uh, some family, and I'll share more about that uh, in a a future episode. So basically, on this phone, I reached out on Facebook. Good old Facebook, right? Uh, to a ministry that will rena- that will remain uh, nameless at this time. Basically, I went on some street evangelism events with the church, uh, shared Christ, and uh, I was able to preach a little bit and something I haven't done in years. You see, I, I grew up in the church. Uh, I know how to lead Bible studies. Uh, I know how to share my faith, but I've become so lost and so despondent. I started to then break out of my shell so basically I remember it was that next day at the church service on Sunday they held it in the uh, late afternoon time after the church service was over there was a time of prayer and the pastor came over and he laid his hand on my shoulder and started praying in the spirit in a different language and Basically, he told me that the Lord shared with him that I would write a book. Now, I've always wanted to write a book, always. But I've lacked the discipline. I just, every time I'd get a piece of paper and I'd get a pen or pencil, I just couldn't do it. Basically, several days went by and I was going through what I was going through. You know, I call it getting through what I'm getting through it, you know. At this board and care, you know, people using drugs and just all this, just, I'm still withdrawing from the drugs that I was coming off of. But I remember at the church service, uh, and through that evangelism of that church, there was a young rapper uh, who's actually out there right now, you know, doing the Lord's work. His name is Young Energy. And I shared with Young Energy my um, writings. I I barely knew him, but he said, no, I didn't know you rap. I said, neither did I. I then told this pastor about my rapping. As I shared with him verbally my rapping, he said, rapping, no. Spoken word, yes. Take a big leap forward. I've written this book. It is both on Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble, which is bn.com. I have self-published these in paperback, along with Kindle and Nuke versions. Kindle on Amazon and Nook with Barnes & Noble. Honestly, to be quite frank with you, it's honest to sell by self-publishing. But it's less expensive. But I know when it happens, it will happen. I'm not focused on the money. By the way, the name of the book is called Motivate Beyond Measure. That is my mission. Um, for those that are listening, if you turn to your Bibles, I don't have one in front of myself right now, but it's in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, 3 to 4. Again, 2nd 2 Corinthians chapter 1, 3 to 4. And to summarize it, it basically says how the God of all comfort, He comforts us in our trials, our struggles, our, our temptations. And through that, we use that same comfort to comfort those around us. So basically, I only want to motivate others as God has motivated me. My writings are current, very raw, but they are inspirational. I will now share mental tilling with you. Feeling the humdrum melancholy of life. Replace my negative thoughts with those that surely write. Help me to press on in this mental fight. Give me eyes of your faith. Let me see according to your perspective, according to your sight. Burn away all my impurities with your fresh holy fire and your pure, all-exposing light. Lord, for I take captive every mental image and thought. It is your heaven and your word I have continually sought. For I will not complain of my despair or my lot. Though my thoughts are conflicted, and I may feel ever so afflicted, it is my mind you wish to visit, and by your word you wish to solicit. The truth of my mind and my heart, I almost will most assuredly believe in it, as I pass through the raging storms of this life. At your feet, O oh Lord, I'll calmly just sit. I'll be found successful as I meditate and focus upon your most holy writ. Being found in you like a missing puzzle piece I'm found, for I precisely fit. You've written my name upon your sleeve. You'll meet all of my needs according to your words. Planted seeds. Even though all around me are mind choking weeds. You'll till the soil of my heart and my mind. Till I realize I'm yours. And you're mine. Friends. Thank you for joining me and listening. Remember. Remember, let's motivate one another beyond measure. For we are each other's keeper. Until next time, this is God's Bow Unites.